Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Welcome to Mind, Body, and Business, a podcast that explores topics, perspectives, and actionable insight for a strong mind and healthy body, along with empowering conversations to help you handle your business. I'm your host, Maria Moore, and this is part two of the AAA series for goal setting. This time around, A stands for action, and I am so excited about jumping into it, mainly because I'm sharing a lot of my business. Um, I have set some goals for myself, and I'm going to take you through my personal step-by-step method to achieve achieve my goals. And if this is your first time listening to the podcast, I've done a few things, started a business, became debt free, lost weight after four pregnancies. So this is something that I think can work for everyone, no matter where you are in your fitness journey. And I cannot wait to share these gems with you. They are sparkling, they are shining, and they are ready to be delivered right into the palm of your hand. Uh, But first off, got to put this out there since this is a three part series. They work together in tandem. So if you haven't had a chance to check out A is for assessment, the episode right before this one, please pause this episode and go back and listen to A is for assessment because it's going to set you up for everything that you hear in this episode. Now, two things you can expect to happen before we jump into the topic of the episode is number one, I want to tell you what's happening with my mind, body and business, some positive changes I've been making, some revelations, just some insight and hopefully thought starters for you because through this podcast, I want you to keep top of mind. What are you doing each week for your mind, body and business? All right. Also, you can expect the quote of the week, something positive to just stick in your mind, put in your back pocket reference later in the day later in the week later in the year hopefully it sticks to you and gives you some encouragement when you need it kicking things off with what I'm doing for my mind body and business and feel free to borrow any of these ideas if you think they may work for you first my mind one thing that I've noticed especially last year is my screen time has been up a lot I'm talking maybe three additional hours per day and it's really mindless scrolling on social media because I'm like what am I doing for that much time on social media. I'm not posting, I'm not commenting, you know, I'm just basically wasting many of my hours just hanging out on social media. And what could I be doing with those hours? Some self-improvement, some relaxation. So I want to be intentional about how much time I spend specifically on social media. So I went into my settings on my iPhone. Lo and behold, I can put specific time limits on apps that I use. So if you have an iPhone, I want to walk you through this. And if you have a Droid or whatever other device you're using, I'm sure that there's a setting for you to do this as well. Uh, You just may have to Google it. I'm sorry. I'm just hollering at my iPhone, folks, for now. All right. So you go into settings. And then when you get in settings, click on screen time, tap on screen time. And then you should see an option there for app limits. Tap on that. And then you're going to see something that says social. 
So for now, I have set mine for two hours total for the day. So I can scroll 15 minutes here, post 15 minutes there, comments, check in, do what I need to do on social media throughout the day. So that's something that I'm doing for my mind. And I categorize that as my mind because what I've learned is that too much exposure to social media for me is a distraction. Um, I also get caught up second guessing myself like, oh, look at what such and such is doing. Maybe I should do that, too. And then comparing myself and really, like I said before, uh, wasting a lot of time on social media. So I want to be intentional about what I'm doing with my time during the day, especially since I am now team middle-aged. Yes, I am going to be 45. Yes, women, we can talk about our age. You got to age like wine, not like milk. And the way you do that is by taking care of your mind, body, and business, prayer, meditation, things that make you feel good. So I'm proud to say that I'm going to be 45, uh, but I want to make the most of this chapter of my life and to be very intentional. So I am starting with my social media. That is what I'm doing for my mind this week, limiting my time on social media and investing that energy into something more productive, something that's going to give me peace and contribute to my purpose. On to the next pillar of this podcast. That is body. What am I doing for my body? I wanted to keep it simple. And I am one of those people that hears about the benefits of vitamins and I go to the store and I buy all the vitamins and I don't take the vitamins. Um, And sometimes I have too many supplements, too many vitamins, too many options. So I decided that I'm going to focus on three supplements that I will take every day. And I even went old school and got myself a little pill box with all of the days of the week so that I track every day. I'm taking these supplements. I am taking magnesium, vitamin D, and my probiotic. So I'm sticking with that. Um, I've been doing really good this week, especially using that pill box. Been taking them at the same time of day so that I can create a habit. So that is what I am focusing on in terms of my body this week. And lastly, my business. And I have more than one. I have about two or three or four businesses, but specifically my apparel line. Um, I have determined that keeping physical inventory is overwhelming for me (laughs) and it low-key makes me sad I am actually recording in the same room that I house many of my t-shirts and sweaters and hoodies and just being in here looking at all of these things that I want to move and sell um, it feels a little overwhelming so I have decided that I am going to dabble with a print-on-demand service So basically, um, another company is going to do all of the printing, the product fulfillment, the shipping. Um, So that means that I need to figure out ways to move the product that I already have. So I'm working with my adult son who kind of uses helping me uh, with the apparel as a side hustle. You know, I pay him a little something. He comes down and helps me package orders and sorts things by sizes and tracks inventory and keeps up with it online for me. So I'm going to bundle uh, many of my T-shirt designs and I'm going to discount them so that I can move them quickly. I'm also going to reactivate my Facebook ads so that I can move this physical inventory that I have and switch over to print on demand, hopefully by April. That is my deadline. But my main focus this week is to sort through the apparel that I have physically here in my warehouse 
and to get this stuff moving. So those are the three things that I am focusing on this week for my mind, body, and business. See, wasn't that fun? Now you over there thinking like, "Mm, what am I going to do for my mind, body, and business? Well, if you haven't figured it out yet, hopefully that was a little blueprint for you. What are you doing for your mind, your mental health, your emotional well-being? What are you doing for your body, whether it's what you eat, how you rest, how you exercise, and what are you doing for your business, even if you're not a business owner? Uh, What are ways you want to improve at your job? Or how about the business of your money? Uh, Do you want to get some financial things done this week, this month, this year? So think about those things, and I encourage you to check in with yourself weekly and be intentional about how you're making positive contributions to your mind, body, and business. And speaking of positive contributions, here is a deposit. Your weekly quote, and this one comes from Tony Robbins. It says, the only impossible journey is the one you never begin. And I thought this would be appropriate since this episode is all about action. And I can tell you from experience that I know what it's like to kind of sit around, procrastinate, whether you're scared or you just don't know what to do. And you never take that first step. But think about it right now. The biggest accomplishment in your life and think about how you felt when you were taking the first step to achieve it. It may have been scary. You may have been like questioning yourself. Can I really do this? Am I built for this? Um, I know that I felt that way, uh, especially when it comes to debt and money. Um, I remember seeing the hundreds of thousands of dollars and I'm like, "Ooh, look at this little bitty paycheck. Uh, Maria, you got a big audacious goal. How are you going to get it done? But then week by week, month by month, year by year, I was chopping away at it. And you know what I found is that the more you do something, the easier it gets. You get into that cycle, that habit of pursuing the thing that's important to you. And then that thing you once thought was impossible feels like it's within reach more and more each day. But the key is to make a move to take action. So keep that in mind as you are dissecting uh, the information and absorbing the gems in this episode. The only impossible journey is the one you never begin. Have you been holding on to an idea? Have you been afraid to start something new, to take that first step? I am hoping that this episode changes your mind, that it inspires you to do something and to believe in your ability to achieve your dreams. Now, before I get into the specifics of taking action on your goals, I want to acknowledge the emotions that come along with taking action because they're there, right? Um, Why is it so hard to take action on goals? too many goals. You're overwhelmed. I've been there. I had a conversation with a very successful businessman and he gave me some very valuable advice. He said, Maria, when you have multiple goals, they can't have the same deadline because you're working on everything simultaneously. So he advised me to stagger my goals. So if I have a personal goal for my finances or something I'm trying to achieve fitness wise or professionally, I need to stagger it out. So one goal I'm trying to get done in 30 days. The next goal, maybe it's 60 days. Um, The third goal, maybe it's within a year. So I think that's something to consider if you're feeling overwhelmed or even scaling back. So instead of trying to achieve five things, maybe work on one or two. Another thing that makes it hard to take action on goals is that you have no plan. And let's use the infamous beginning of the year goal when it comes to fitness. I want to lose weight. Okay, well, what is the plan? How often are you going to exercise? What days are you going to meal prep? How are you going to track your progress? 
Desire is great, but you need a roadmap to get to your goal. And then the third thing is that you're intimidated, afraid. It is like the boogeyman. And I'll give you an example, and this goes back to what I was talking about previously, that, you know, you look at a huge accomplishment and then how you felt when you were beginning the journey to achieve it. So maybe about, um, gosh, my husband and I have been married almost 13 years. So maybe about two or three years into our marriage, we started doing this thing in December where we would sit down and reflect on the year, look at all of our accomplishments and celebrate those. But then we would also sit and set goals together. And I believe this was around the time that my daughter, who is now 11, she was still a baby. And I still had some of that baby weight on me. And I remember, you know, I was pretty fit before I got pregnant with her. And I would have this body fat monitor. And, you know, I was getting back to exercising and trying to eat healthy. And I knew that I wanted to achieve certain things related to my body and my fitness in the coming year. Um, But then when I thought about lowering my body fat and getting back or close to the size I was pre-pregnancy, it it was just, I didn't even want to think about it because I felt like the goal was unattainable. I was intimidated mainly because I didn't believe at the time that I had the willpower to, you know, achieve the thing that I really wanted, right? You ever want something real big? Like, okay, I really want a million dollars, but I mean, if I can get 10,000, it's cool. No, say you want the million and go after the million, you know? That happens often. Um, When you have a big goal, a big dream, it's intimidating, mainly because we want to know the specifics right now in this moment. You know, I am a woman who believes in a higher power. So, you know, I'm talking to God like you need to give me the specifics. How am I going to get this money? When is it going to show up? How am I going to achieve this goal? When is it going to happen? Who's going to be involved? You know, I want the specifics. But if you can just settle in the moment Say out loud what you want with courage and confidence and just slowly work towards it. You can achieve incredible things. You know, I saw someone on social media say that we overestimate what we can do in a short period of time and we underestimate what we can do in a longer period of time. Not only did I achieve that goal that I set out to do by the following um, December, I exceeded it. I ended up doing a bodybuilding competition. That's how far I went with it. And had you told me when I was intimidated um, to pursue that goal that that is where I was going to end up, I would have told you, you were lying. You got the wrong Maria. What are you talking about? And so you have to get over that fear of wanting better, of believing that you can do big, great things, that you can achieve audacious goals. And then conversely, Sometimes, depending on where we are in life, the goal is just too ambitious. Maybe you're trying to pursue something and you already have a lot on your plate and it's just a timing thing. And so you have to take all of these things into consideration as you are setting goals. There are seasons, there are resources, there are so many layers involved in achieving that thing that you have your eyes on. And can I just say one of the many reasons why I'm so excited about this topic of action is because I meet people 
quite often, especially on social media. And, you know, they ask me for advice, whether it's about getting in shape, fixing their finances, you know, advancing professionally. And when people ask me these questions and they explain their situation, I just see myself. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Inside of these people, I still remember what it was like 10, 15, even 20 years ago when I was dreaming to be where I am today. And I get chills because I know that my best days are still ahead of me. And so I get excited. I get fired up for people, mainly because I feel like I know a secret. I know some great, grand, wonderful things on the other side of their life that they're not aware of, that they don't have the confidence or the courage to pursue yet. And so it is always exciting. And I don't know if you can hear it in my voice because I've been there and I know what the journey is like. So with that said, let's go ahead and jump into taking action on your goals. Really cool thing about today's topic is that I have a tell me more question. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know you have an opportunity to send me your questions. Um, I call this segment of the podcast, Tell Me More. And lately I haven't been getting that many questions. I'm just general questions about the podcast, but no specific questions that I felt like you know, were necessary for me to address in the podcast. But I did get one this last week. And this comes from a young lady who listened to A is for Assessment, of course, the episode preceding this one. And um, in her message, she said that, you know, she's trying to um, tone up her upper body. She said one of her goals is to slim down, tone up, improve her upper body. Her name is Michelle, and she says that she's been strength training using an app, but she would like to start on her own. Any tips to get started? So first, I want to say congratulations, Michelle, for identifying a goal that you would like to achieve. I think building upper body strength, um, toning up your arms or just getting stronger um, is a great goal, but it is a vague goal. And so before you think about taking action on the goal, you need to ask how specific is my goal? And so, yes, you want to build upper body strength. So let me give you some examples of how to make this goal a little bit more specific. Um, Think about what building upper body strength entails. Does that mean you're able to do 20 push-ups in a minute? Because right now, maybe you can only do 12. Does that mean doing dumbbell bicep curls with 10-pound dumbbells and working yourself up to 15s over a period of four weeks? Does it mean making sure that you get enough protein in your meals because muscles are metabolically active, especially for women? Um, You need to make sure that you're eating enough and getting protein in your system to build up those muscles. You're feeding those muscles so that they can grow because, surprise, ladies, We get our curves from muscles, so you don't want to do cardio all the time. So I love this goal coming from a woman who wants to build upper body strength. So instead of saying, I want to build upper body strength, I want you to get more specific. I want to be able to do 25 push-ups in 60 seconds within four weeks. I want to be able to bicep curl 15-pound dumbbells within three weeks. 
I want to eat protein with my breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You see where I'm going with this? Very specific. And what I love about these kind of goals is that they're quantifiable. Um, You can actually say, did I do it or not? Yes or no. Building upper body strength is very vague because you don't really know how you're going to measure it. You haven't identified the specific task to get that goal done. So as we are talking about taking action on your goals, I'm just going to go back to back example after example after example just to drive home the point how important it is to be specific with your goals so that you can align the actions to achieve them. Now, if you remember anything inside of this podcast episode, I want you to think about this, okay? Don't just focus on the goal. Focus on the action required to achieve the goal. Do you want to get out of debt? Well, what is the action associated with getting out of debt? Does it mean saving 10% of your paycheck? Does it mean paying down the higher interest credit cards first? Does it mean getting a side hustle? You see where I'm going here? Don't just focus on the goal. Focus on the action required to achieve the goal. Now, at the beginning of this podcast episode, I share with you what I'm doing for my mind, body, and business. And a few of those things are attached to my goals for the month of January. So I want to share what my goals are, examples of what they would look like from a vague point of view, and then broken down more specifically. And again, feel free to borrow any of these if you feel like they apply to you. Uh, But hopefully, these will be some thought starters to get you going on your goals. So for example, I want to protect my mental health. That is, I think, a universal goal. I think a lot of folks are trying to do that, especially these days with the pandemic and all kinds of things happening in the world. Protecting our mental health is definitely a top priority. But what does that mean? Um, I shared that I set a social media limit. I think that that is great for protecting your mental health. Getting more specific would be meditating for 10 minutes first thing in the morning so that you set the tone for your day. Another thing could be reading one chapter of a self-help book per day. Those two things contribute to protecting your mental health or enhancing your mental health. You see how you go from the vague, uh, protect my mental health. Well, what does that mean? More specific, the action aligned with the goal is to, example, set social media limits, meditate, read one chapter of a self-help book, or whatever protecting or enhancing your mental health means for you. Here's another example, vague goal. I want to lower my body fat. What are the actions tied to lowering your body fat? Well, uh, if you want your body to start burning fat as fuel, you're going to have to cut down on your carbs uh, because your body naturally goes to carbohydrates, the food that you eat for energy first. But when those carbohydrates are absent, it said, oh, I, I need another fuel source. So it starts to burn fat. So you may have heard of this concept with the keto diet. Now, I don't believe, and I know from experience with myself and many of my clients, you don't have to completely cut carbs out for your body to start burning fat, but you want to get them down to a certain level. Um, Some people, they only need to lower their carbs to about 100 grams per day. Other people, they need to take that thing all the way down about 50 grams of carbs per day. I'm talking no sugar, bread, or rice. Lowering your body fat definitely includes some specifics related to the way that you eat. It is definitely going to include some strength training. How often are you going to work your muscles? 
What muscle groups are you going to focus on and on what days, at what time of day? What supplements are you going to incorporate into your plan if that's something that you're trying to do? Do you plan to add intermittent fasting? I think intermittent fasting is great. Uh, Whether you're trying to lose weight or not, I think it's great for digestion. It's great at regulating your blood sugar. I recommend no more than 14 hours because I have seen from experience, both with myself and my clients that I work with, that 14 hours is sufficient enough for your body to burn fat and to help regulate your blood sugar levels. But again, you'll have to be consistent. It may only take you 12 hours. Some people, it may take 16. Some people need to set up their intermittent fasting differently. And I've seen this before. Folks that work that graveyard shift, maybe you're working from midnight to 8 a.m. So you need to be eating during those hours because you're awake, you're alert, and you need energy. So your fast may be during the middle of the daytime hours. Think about that vague, that general goal and specific actions associated with achieving that goal. Here's another example, because I told you I was going to go crazy with examples. Um, For me in my business, one of my goals is to increase class memberships. I did some evaluating looked at the things that were really working inside of my business, what my clients were interested in the most. And I have this Saturday morning class that people love to come to. It feels good to me as well um, as a fitness instructor because it's virtual, first of all, so I get to train from my home gym. But then there's so many people in attendance, so I hook my computer up to my TV and I'm able to see all of these little squares you know, women across the country exercising and moving with me. That feels good. Um, I did have this one class during the weekday, only like three or four people would show up. And that was like zapping my energy because not everybody had their camera on. And I just felt like, you know, I was putting on a show. And I think I shared this in the episode before this one. So I said, I want to increase class memberships because that is something that's working inside of my business. Well, increasing class memberships is a very vague goal. What does that mean? What are some specific actions that I need to take to achieve that goal? How often do I need to send out newsletters? How often do I need to do complimentary classes for people who have never trained with me before so that they can experience what it's like to exercise with me, how fun it is, how effective it is, how easy it is to follow, um, how challenged they feel. So I, I need to give folks a sample. Also, I need to be posted on social media and tell people that I have this service available. I may need to look at posting new testimonials because I've had cycles of clients over the years. So again, just really driving home the point, they go but then looking at specific actions associated with achieving the goal. Say it with me. Don't just focus on the goal. Focus on the action required to achieve the goal. Now, I know I already shared that this topic excites me. But again, if you can hear my voice, this topic is my jam. It is my absolute jam. And I am hoping that you are getting fired up listening and light bulb in your head and saying, you know what? I can do X, Y, Z and and make this better. Or I can think differently about achieving this certain goal. Or maybe you had something that you wanted to achieve, but you just didn't know the next steps to get it done. So let's talk about next steps. First of all, identifying the goal. If it's vague, make it specific. Number two, go crazy. Do a brain dump. Create a list of actions associated with achieving that goal. Just get it all out of your head. Even if you feel like it doesn't make sense, go crazy and write down those actions associated with achieving the goal. And then once you identify which of those actions make sense, put them into play. 
it may be things that you need to do every day or certain actions that need to take place on a Tuesday and a Thursday. And I want to challenge you to do those things consistently for about two to three weeks. Stick to it, commit to it, stay disciplined. One resource that I use is an app called Habit Share, and I'm able to put down uh, my daily goals, what tasks that I'm aiming to achieve each day, and I can check in with myself. I give myself a green check if I did it, a red X if I didn't. Um, I gray it out if that happens to be a day that I'm not tracking. Um, there are a lot of daily task management apps out there that are free, so you may want to search the App Store to use that as an additional layer to set up your goals and track them. And then here's another hack. Layer your action items from easiest to most challenging. And this is something that I do for my clients. Say a woman comes to me and she says, Maria, I want to lose 30 pounds. I eat out all the time. I don't drink a lot of water and I barely exercise. So as a coach, I'm not going to start this woman out low carb, exercise seven days a week, intense exercise routines. I'm just not going to do that. You know why? She's going to start that. She's going to feel defeated and she's going to give up. I look at the thing that she may feel is the least challenging to do. So that may mean drinking 16 ounces of water with her breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So I want her to create a habit. I not only want her to achieve the goal of losing 30 pounds, but I also want her to do things to sustain the success that she's achieved. Week one, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to have you set a goal for 5,000 steps per day. That may mean walking about two miles per day. And I'll let you include the steps going inside and outside of your office, going to the grocery store, walking around the neighborhood with your dogs, and maybe turning on a video game and dancing with, with your child, your, your niece, your auntie, your grandbaby. Uh, however you get those steps in, that movement in. So I may say week one, you're going to get in 5,000 steps a day, and you're going to drink 16 ounces of water with your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. See, the thing about being consistent and really chopping away at a big goal is you need to get addicted to progress. You need to have small wins along the way because those wins are going to motivate you. Imagine going a whole week and she drank the 16 ounces of water with her breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And she got the 5,000 steps per day. And then she's seen, oh, oh, my body trying to change a little bit. Hold up, sexy now. And so then you think once you start seeing um, the progress and the results of your commitment and your effort, what does that do to you? What more can I do in the second week? Well, maybe the second week I'm going to aim for 7,000 steps little by little, day by day, it all contributes to that bigger goal that you're trying to achieve. Another hack, um, and this is what I'm doing right now, is looking at how you can combine your goals and getting that task done in one shot. So here's an example for me. I know that I need to post on social media uh, to promote my virtual class because I have that goal inside of my business to increase class memberships. So people need to see me exercise and they need to see me talking about fitness. On the other hand, I need to get my personal workouts in. So what I started doing was filming my personal workouts and using that content to promote my class. So I'm doing two things in one. So there are ways that you can combine tasks. Say you have a goal to get out of debt and then you also want to lose weight. How about you not only plan your meals, cook your meals at home, but how about you go on a financial fast? 
And what I mean by that is maybe no spending money at restaurants for 30 days. So not only are you saving money, but that is forcing you to cook at home. You're contributing to an action associated with two different goals. You can figure out how to make action items work together to achieve multiple goals. All right, so you got some work to do. I hope you are as excited as I am. Please comment on our Instagram page at Pod. We also have Mind, Body, and Business on Facebook. I'm mainly on Instagram, but I'll be checking in on Facebook weekly. Uh, but let me know how you're doing. Let me know how you felt after listening to this episode, any aha moments. And as I mentioned previously in this episode, I do have a segment on this podcast called Tell Me More. So if you have a question about a topic that's covered in this podcast, whether it's in this episode, a previous episode, or just a general question about fitness, you can DM those questions to me on Instagram at mbbpod. All right, that is a wrap for action. Next week is part three of the AAA series, and it is accountability. All three of these things, assessment, action, accountability, working together, I believe, are going to help you crush every goal that you set or work towards crushing it. And I'm so excited about what you are going to achieve. That's a wrap for this episode of Mind, Body, and Business. Remember, new episodes drop every Wednesday. Plus, you can stay connected with the Mind, Body, and Business podcast at Pod on Instagram and Facebook. can never say that too many times, right? As always, I enjoy this time with you. Truly appreciate your ear and look forward to another empowering conversation on the next episode. Until then, take care. Mind, Body, and Business is an Urban One Incorporated Reach Media production hosted by me, Maria Moore. Follow me at Maria Moore, M-A-R-I-A-M-O-R-E on all socials and on the web at mariamore.com. Executive produced by Maria Moore, Senior Director of Podcast Operations, Sierra Reed, Supervisory Producer, Colby Colt-Tyner, Director of Sales and Corporate Partnerships, Michelle Marino, Integrated Marketing and Partnerships, Lori Flowers, Laura Lopez, and Brittany Jackson. Digital Marketing, Walter Gaynor, J.R. Davis, and Tim Hall. Music produced by Jamal J. Soul Smith. Thank you for listening to the Mind, Body, and Business Podcast.